Welcome to Bread Alive. We are called to be priests, prophets, and kings in our own homes and workplaces, offering the wheat of our daily lives and becoming bread for others through lives of grace. My name is Deacon Michael Heldbrook, and this podcast explores our journeys together as we seek to understand and live the gospel in our lives. Now, here's this week's discussion with one of my four sons. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the conclusion of the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Thus it is written that the Christ would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins would be preached in his name to all the nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. And behold, I am sending the promise of my Father upon you. But stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. Then he led them out as far as Bethany, raised his hands, and blessed them. As he blessed them, he parted from them and was taken up to heaven. They did him homage and then returned to Jerusalem with great joy, and they were continually in the temple praising God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, Joseph, we're back. Yes. This is the uh, Feast of the Ascension. Happy Ascension to you. Well, yes. kind of. I think we're going to release this on Thursday, the Ascension, but in our diocese and most, it's this Sunday that we're going to celebrate Ascension. So happy Ascension to you somewhere yes. in here. So uh, what do you what do you think about this gospel and about the, the Ascension? Well, it's a really cool gospel. It's also kind of tricky like the last one. So the wording from Luke and John, the way they both describe it, Some of the words are kind of tricky. Okay, tell me more. So, Jesus said to his disciples, Thus it is written that the Christ would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins would be preached in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. So, it's already talking about the past, where they're talking about something that already happened, which is out of chronological order but that's okay. Um, So that kind of confuses you. So he's kind of anchoring their experience and what they've already gone through, but he's saying what what they should do next too. Then he says, you are the witnesses of these things. Yeah, he's pointing out, hey, you saw it happen. So go write your gospel, Luke. Um, (laughs) And behold, I am sending the promise of my father upon you. So he's sending them the Holy Spirit is what he's saying. Mm Mm-hmm. Then he says, but stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. Holy Spirit. So, yeah, that means Holy Spirit. And until you, like, until Peter becomes the Pope. It kind of already possibly. is. Possibly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think the apostles are already looking at, that, at him that way. But and Then he led them out as far as Bethany, raised his hands and blessed them. So he blessed them, and as he blessed them, he de- he parted from them and he was taken up into heaven. Mm-hmm. Why was he taken up into heaven? Ooh. Well, why is it important that he went up into heaven now? Right? So we're 40 days after Easter, Jesus rose. He had these signs. He had this time with his disciples and now he goes to heaven. So Jesus goes up and he, you know, the reason that he came, the reason that he was incarnate was to come join his divinity with our humanity and to join our humanity with his, with his divinity and he did that in his person, in the person of Jesus, who was fully God and fully man. And now at his ascension, he takes humanity back to heaven with him because he's fully 
God and fully human. So now he takes humanity himself, his, his humanity and us as a result up to heaven. That's why a lot of the art of the ascension looks like, some of it's really funny. You've seen the paintings where it's like the apostles looking up at the sky and all that's left at the top of the picture is Jesus's feet. Yeah. I think those are hilarious. But I like the ones where you see Jesus going up and it's like, the whole earth, like everything's like a cloth or like a big piece of fabric that he's pulling up with him, like his garment, and he's taking it all up into heaven. So um, the, the the Eastern side of the church calls, has this thing that they call divinization, right? And the idea is that God, like God is through Jesus, he's divinizing us. He's making us into God, like God. He's bringing us back into the divine and putting the divine into us. And the only way that Jesus does that for all eternity is by taking us to heaven, opening the gates of paradise that were closed with the first sin of Adam and Eve and allowing, drawing humanity back to God in heaven. So now the gates of heaven are open to you and me and everybody and the apostles and all the saints and everyone who strives to be a saint and dies as a saint, right? And if he didn't go up to heaven, then on the last day, he wouldn't be able to come down because he would still be down here. Oh, good point. Like, no coming down later if you didn't go up yeah. already. Yeah. But here's the thing. Like, Jesus now leaves part of his divinity on earth at the same time that he takes our humanity to heaven. So how does he leave his divinity on earth? Two different ways, maybe. Um, I don't know. One is in the thing that you talked about at the end of last week's episode. The... Uh- the Eucharist. The Eucharist. Right? Okay. So so God is fully present. Jesus is flesh, right? Jesus is here with us, fully present in the Eucharist. On the altar, in the Eucharist, as we receive it, in the tabernacles of the world, in the monstrances we adore, right? So, so divinity is constantly present. He left himself behind as a sign, a reminder, um, and as a token of his love. And how's the other way that he's present still? Holy orders and ministry. In his body. Oh. Yeah. So not just holy orders because are you a priest too? Yes. The common priesthood of the faithful. Are you baptized? Yes. Yes. Then you're a priest, prophet, and king. You're a member of Jesus's body. So you are part of the divine remnant that he has here on earth still. Right? We are the church militant. We're part of Christ's body. We're called to be saints. And we are, we are part of that, that divine. So there's something really interesting that I find in the liturgy as a deacon. And I think I'm going to include this in my homily this weekend. I might, or I might not. And it is when the deacon processes into the mass and the deacon is, is like, he's, he's ordained, but he's also representing the people in essence, right? He's there in the person of Christ, the servant. He's there representing Christ, the servant for Christ, the priest. Um, and when he, when he processes in, he processes in separate in front of, meaning below, right, the priest, because the priest and the person of Christ, the head, is there to preside and to offer the sacrifice. But at the end of Mass, the deacon walks out next to the priest, right? So I think that there's a little bit of the symbolism here where in the Eucharist, in the liturgy, Jesus, the high priest, through the priesthood of the priest here, through the Eucharist, continues to divinize us, draws us closer to him, and brings us closer to him as a brother. So then the deacon who's representing the people at the end of mass, as we recess out, he's walking alongside Christ, the priest, right? And representing all of us, the faithful that have now been celebrating at the Eucharist. So the Eucharist divinizes us and it brings us alongside Christ as we process now towards 
towards the world and towards through our lives towards God in heaven. What do you think about that? Yeah, and if he didn't go up to heaven, we would know everything about Jesus instead of having the kind of mystery part of it, which is kind of cool. Mm, yeah. To like get to find stuff out about Jesus. And to have to come to faith through tokens, through things that he has left us as opposed to him standing in front of us. And there's a blessing, I think, to coming to, to faith yeah. through our experiences in life, through him in that in that indirect way kind of too. So, so let's give thanks to God this weekend for the gift of the ascension, the gift of Jesus ascending to heaven, drawing humanity with him. And the gift to go to heaven when we die. Amen. Yep. So let's, uh, let's end with a blessing. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.